Hey folks, Brian here. In today's episode, we will be discussing DM burnout, how to avoid it, but more importantly, how to work through it. So stay tuned. If you've been a recurring listener to the show, I really want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. I appreciate your support, and I really appreciate the community that we're building. If you're new to this podcast and new to this show, welcome. The Bearded Nerd is here for all forms of nerddom. And if you enjoy this episode, be sure to follow us or like us and even subscribe to us on whichever podcasting app that you are using. And if you can, please leave us a five-star review and let us know what you think about the show. Thank you so much, and here's the episode. I want to take the time to give a quick shout out to Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free, it's user-friendly, and Anchor does a lot of the heavy lifting for you. What I absolutely love about Anchor is that it's free. You can download the app, and once you download it, you can start working on your podcast. You don't need to invest in any type of equipment or any type of engineering tools. You can pretty much edit and do everything from your phone or your computer for free. Anchor does a lot of the heavy lifting as well. It distributes all your podcasts for you to a bunch of different areas. So it'll distribute it to Spotify, to Apple Podcasts, and a bunch of other places. Lastly, it provides you an opportunity to monetize from your podcast. You can start making money with no minimum listenership. That's a huge thing for those people who are trying to start a podcast and try to start their brand. So if you're ready to start using Anchor, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I was contemplating what I wanted to talk about these past couple of days. I sat down, wrote a list of topics that I wanted to discuss, and I wrote down my top three subjects, so to speak, and then carefully examined which one I felt that the community would benefit from hearing at this moment. However, as I began to write my notes, something happened. I didn't know what to say. The words had difficulty finding its way on paper. Those thoughts seemed to almost flood my mind but I had no way to release the pressure, so to speak, and communicate these things in a remotely sound way. I wrote it out, I typed it up, erased it, then wrote it out again, typed it, recorded, then re-recorded. And I pretty much just followed this process, hoping that it would help jog some of this memory of mine and the thought process. I'll be honest with you, I was really beating myself up wondering why I was not feeling it and what I was finding and why I was finding it so difficult to just get the words out. Then I realized I just didn't have the heart in it. My heart was not in it. I wasn't feeling the topic, so to speak, and I was kind of getting burned out. Then, yet again, it hit me. How often do we feel burned out to the point that we can't produce the content or the stories that we love to share so much? How often is it that we allow ourselves to 
feel this way and how often does this occur to us where outside variables contribute to our stress not allowing us to enjoy the hobby in this case D&D that we love so much in this episode like I stated earlier I want to make it about DM or GM burnout I want to identify the signs that are there so that you can start enjoying your game again so let's jump right into it first and foremost DM burnout in my opinion is something that you try to avoid but you don't prevent 100% unless you make some lifestyle changes in this case some changes within your game in addition to that DM burnout is supposed to be a bit of a red flag it's a trigger warning so to speak it's your mind in some psychological way telling you that something isn't working and you're burnt out you're frustrated whatever it may be and it results into DM burnout so again number one there's no such thing as 100% fully preventing it in my opinion it's more of we can avoid the triggers and we can avoid the things that may get us there but when we get there we analyze we overcome we adapt we do all those things and we push forward so like I said we're gonna give you those tools we're gonna share those tools that I've learned and that I've learned from other DMS and we're gonna overcome this because in my opinion DM burnout is the equivalent of really just being burnt out in life right you get burnt out and when you're burnt out you're not able to enjoy your life and if you're not able to enjoy D&D or whatever hobby then what's the point of it so let's define what burnout is according to the interwebs burnout is a state of emotional physical and mental exhaustion caused by excessive and prolonged stress it occurs when you feel overwhelmed emotionally drained and unable to meet constant demands this can be stress from work this can be stress in your personal life family life whatever it may be that stress can impact your physical mental emotional health and leave you completely exhausted both emotionally physically mentally and everything in between with that being said I want to ask you a question and you need to ask yourself this question am I making time for the things that I enjoy if the answer is no then you need to address those things in your life because you may not be suffering from DM burnout you may just be suffering from burnout altogether but from a DM burnout perspective if you are not enjoying the writing process as a dungeon master or a game master the homebrewing process reading modules or reading material um, whether officially or unofficially uh, produced by a company let's say it's a third-party vendor if you don't enjoy that if you don't enjoy the thoughts and the imaginations of your players things of that nature that are typical with dungeon mastering then that may be a sign of DM burnout now on the flip side of it you may have a particular party or group of players that you know they may be saying some underhanded or snarky comments about how you role play certain NPCs right the way you do accents and something of that nature 
in another perspective, you may have that one player that role plays in such a hostile or suspicious way to other players that it's hard to determine whether they are really in character or just being a jerk. But then you get the other players and variables out there where it's, well, you can't schedule, you can't seem to find a schedule that works for everyone. You have certain individuals who kind of have the quote, you know, ooh, shiny new character class that I want to play. And now they're going to start switching characters and classes and all these different things. Or you get the player who says, yeah, this is okay. This is all right. And they compare it immediately to their favorite stream. Those things can be signs of DM burnout. And those can attribute rather to signs and to instances of DM burnout. I'm not saying that it's all your players' fault, because it isn't. But the players, just as much as the other aspects of life, are variables. So, how do we manage this, right? Because a dungeon master who has no players is just an author. I personally think that the best way to avoid and to really manage DM burnout is, number one, consider yourself as a separate role than that of the players. Yes, you are playing D&D. However, you're also the game master or the dungeon master. You are facilitating the story and you are facilitating certain things from a roleplay perspective and even a combat perspective, but we'll get to that. The DM or the GM does a lot of things, so you need to make sure that you not only understand your role, but you also have to consider that you have a different quote-unquote agenda or responsibility than the players. So with that being said, you need to allow yourself to just feel what you're feeling given the context and the lens in which I just stated. Another great thing that you want to consider and that would be a great way to reduce this burnout is by allowing yourself to share some of the responsibilities of the dungeon master or game master with the players at the table. And a great way to do this and to initiate this is by communicating. I've stated this before on many occasions, but having open communication with your players about what you're feeling, how you're feeling, is going to help. Sometimes the player that is over role-playing or over-analyzing or under-analyzing something and maybe not paying attention, that may not occur if the player understood that this was a concern or a problem. I personally think that dungeon masters, game masters, and the players need to have an open line of communication. So assuming that you're having an open line of communication, something that you can do is to let your players know how you're feeling and provide a solution. You as the game master or the dungeon master do a lot of work. So why not share some of that responsibility with your players? Get the players involved in the world building, some of the plotting. You know, what do they want for their characters? Ask them that. Maybe there's something that we don't know as dungeon masters that players don't talk about unless you have this communication. As I stated earlier, it's not a bad thing to share the creative responsibilities with your players. In fact, 
I highly recommend communicating that and I highly recommend talking to your players and telling them, hey, you have the control and responsibility over your character. In addition to that, you have the creative freedom to now homebrew or craft whatever type of thing, let's say a magic item or let's say a NPC or even an area within that world of yours that your players hold dear. This not only relieves pressure for you, but it gives them something to invest themselves in and to really feel part of the world. Now, if you don't want to relinquish that power, I totally understand. But what you can do, though, is that you can kind of start assigning roles to them and responsibilities that you would have taken as the dungeon master and that you've been fulfilling and kind of share it. What am I talking about? For example, give one of the players an assistant type of role. You don't have to give them the keys to the kingdom, so to speak, but you make them responsible for some of the plot line regarding the NPCs and their actions. For example, if your players have a keep, there are NPCs that are in the keep assisting the party members, give the party that responsibility. Let them know that this is theirs to control and to manage and you will be hands off. That's going to give them not only a sense of responsibility, but they'll be really invested in the world. I have used this and once I started doing that, I personally felt not as stressed out anymore and it was great. Another thing that I highly recommend is to kind of outsource those things. If you are really busy with your life and you have a lot of things going on where you can't necessarily devote time to like map making or things of that nature, either have one of the party members or hire someone or commission someone to make a map of your world. That way, you're not spending time creating a map. You're spending time building the world and doing all the things that you enjoy and all the other menial tasks or all the really big things that may be overwhelming for you might seem small or even easy for some of the players or other people that you outsource this to. So again, share those responsibilities. Lastly, one of the great tips that I received as a young dungeon master was from a veteran dungeon master who had been DMing for like 30 years and essentially just was always playing, always had a game, you know, from a weekly perspective, several campaigns, several uh, TTRPG systems. And this DM told me that sometimes you need to take a break. It's okay to allow yourself to take a break, whether it's for a week, two weeks, a month, whatever it may be, you need to take a break. You need to focus on something else, whether it is going on a hike, whether it's watching a movie or reading a new book, perhaps it's even taking up a new hobby for a little bit and starting something new, whether it's gardening or it could be uh, woodworking, whatever it may be. Do something other than gaming. That's gonna allow you to kind of separate yourself from the hobby and it's gonna allow yourself to kind of de-stress and decompress from a completely different perspective. Oftentimes, I know myself, I get worked up and get really involved in a hobby and I become obsessed about it. 
So I often have to take a bit of a step back and allow myself to relax and allow myself to do other things. I've also learned because of that, I've actually been able to be inspired by another hobby, a hike, something other than D&D or tabletop, and that inspiration actually makes me a better DM. So to wrap up this episode, I want to reiterate, take time for yourself, communicate with your players, and share the responsibility with your players. At the end of the day, the players want you to be happy. They don't want you to be miserable. And if you're burnt out from something that really is joyful and gives you joy, then you need to do those things in order to help you be a better dungeon master or game master. And that concludes today's episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, please feel free to subscribe to the podcast, follow us on social media. That's the beardednerdmedia.com. The links will be down below. And give us a five-star review if you have the ability to. Those reviews and those ratings really help us grow as a small podcast. So I appreciate your support and your listenership. Remember, folks, be kind and compassionate to one another at some crazy times, but we will make it through and we'll make it better by being kind and compassionate to one another. Y'all have a great day, and as always, keep gaming. Mm-hmm.